One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Lesson 30. Buongiorno a tutti e buongiorno Francesca. Ciao Mark, come stai? Adesso bene, come stai tu? <ride> Anch'io molto meglio, devo dire. Uh, hai avuto un po' un mal di gola. Un mal di gola? Ho, ho perso letteralmente la voce per quasi due settimane. Incredibile. <ride> sì, sì, sì. <ride> ah, e questo per causa di un raffreddore? Sì, non lo so, forse un misto di cose, il freddo, la stanchezza, il colpo d'aria, chissà, forse non mi sono coperta abbastanza. Allora, io ho anche perso la voce un sì. po', ma questo dopo quattro giorni passati a Londra, parlando, parlando, parlando tutto il giorno con molta sì. gente, molti ascoltatori di Coffee Break Italia. Ma ne è valsa la pena da quanto ho capito. Sì, 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 ne è valsa la pena. È stato un, un meraviglioso parlare con la gente e, e fare questa esposizione a, a Londra. Sì, ho visto molti, il travel show, sì. sì, ho visto molti commenti positivi, eh, molti, molte persone che ci conoscevano già e altre persone che hanno scoperto Coffee Break esatto. eh, proprio in questo evento a Londra, quindi mi fa molto piacere, ne è valsa proprio la pena. Ne è valsa la pena e la, pro- la prossima volta verrai anche tu. Non vedo l'ora. <ride> Now, today we are talking about uh, something a little bit different. Sì, sì, something uh, uh, not too grammatical, but more like uh, uh, focused on uh, vocabulary, I would say. And we're going to see how altered or modified nouns work in Italian and also a little bit about uh, modifying adjectives uh, and verbs as well. So this all sounds quite complex. However, if I tell you that we're going to be looking at all these little endings like etto and ino and sì. uccio and all that kind of thing, then I think everyone will know where we're going with this. Esatto. Allora, come sempre, Mark, vando alle ciance. Diamo inizio alle danze. Okay, Francesca, take it away. Okay, so as we said in the introduction, Mark, in Italian it's quite common to modify words, to not to change the meaning completely, but to add certain nuances, like uh, additional uh, information about that word Mm -hmm. without uh, resorting to a completely different word. In English, we tend to do this by adding other words, be they adverbs or additional adjectives to 
to help describe sì. a thing, but in Italian we can change the word slightly with different endings. Esatto, sì. We use uh, what we, called, we call uh, suffixes, uh, mm-hmm. but they are basically endings formed by uh, two, three, four uh, letters, and they're easily recognized because they have uh, a specific meaning that they carry with them. So these endings give information about the quality or the quantity of what it is we're talking about. Sì, bravissimo, Mark. Usually uh, we can tell if something is uh, smaller than the usual or bigger yeah. or nicer or not as nice. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> but we, we also need to remember one other key point about this. It's not an exact science. No, it's not. Uh, we cannot really say, oh, with these nouns, you use this ending. Uh, it's something that it's kind of very creative in a way. So as a start, it's good to recognize these endings and understand what they mean. And then I would just suggest uh, that our listeners play a yeah. little bit with them. And if they use uh, not the best ending with a word, it doesn't matter because the meaning will be clear anyway and it'll, it will be just some sort of experiment with the language. <laughs> exactly. Now, just as we came into the, the studio here to record, as we said in the in the introduction, I'm just back from London and uh, Francesca came into the studio and still sitting uh, in the, beside the, the recording booth is a large suitcase si. that we had all the equipment in and I've still not had time to put it all away. <laughs> but we both looked at the, the, the suitcase and Francesca, you said... Che valigiona! Che valigiona! And I said exactly the same thing at the same time. We kind of both said it together. So valigiona is una valigia, but valigiona makes a bigger valigia. Esatto, sì. Okay, so let's look at some more examples. Okay, so I will list some of these endings and you'll probably be already familiar with some of them. And maybe we can just use the the masculine singular um, to avoid going into into many details. But obviously there are alternatives in terms of gender and number, as always. Of course. So common endings to talk about... uh, um, a smaller size of something, but also which function as diminutives or terms of of endearment are endings like uh, ello, etto, or ino. Okay, so if we talk about, for example, una casa, then a, a, a nice little house would be... Una casetta. So we can make casa into casetta. E-double-T-A at the end. And it can be a small house, but depending on the context, it could also be a nice, a lovely house. So it it really depends on the, uh, maybe the facial expression of the speaker, the specific context, the situation. So it could be either a small house, but also a nice, lovely house. Okay. So what, give us another example. Sì, there are loads, uh, possiamo dire, un alberello. Oh, a little tree. Sì, oh, un giochino. A little game. Sì, and these, like, endings are very common when we talk to children. So you would say, oh, che bella casetta, che bel giochino, guarda quell'alberello. Yes, look at that little tree, look at that nice little game and, and so on. You can also do that with names, uh-huh. <laughs> obviously in a very informal situation. If your friend uh, is called Paolo, uh-huh. you can call him Paolino. Paolino. 
So as you said, there's not really a rule as to which of these eto, ello, ido, and so on you use with different uh, with different words. So what would you have been called? Would you have been Francesquetta? <laughs> no, Franceschina. Franceschina. <laughs> See, when okay. I was a child, uh, it was Franceschina. But Silvia, our Silvia, uh, probably would be Silvietta, Silvietta. and not Silvina because uh-huh. it just sounds uh, better. And what about Mark? Uh, I would say Marcolino. Marcolino. <laughs> I like it, Marcolino. I think I'll si. rename myself that. Marcolino. Marcolino. Pentletone. Um, <laughs> si. Okay, so what else would we see this with? Because it's not just nouns. No, we can also do that with um, uh, with adjectives. Uh, for example, uh, if something is green, but not like a, a pure green, it's kind of green, greenish, we can say verdino. Oh, okay, verdino then. So it's a little green in a sense. Sì, sì. O possiamo dire eh, stupidino. <laughs> a little bit stupid. Sì, sì. O un bambino è cattivello. Oh, okay, so a, a little bit mischievous. Sì, sì, sì. So it also, these endings, uh, they also make the words uh, nicer in a way. Cattivello sounds nicer yeah, than cattivo. cattivo. <laughs> sì. Am I right in thinking that we can actually combine them as well. Yes, at times you can have two endings uh, together. Ad esempio, if we take, uh, we mentioned uh, casa mm-hmm. before, and we can say una casetta mm-hmm. or una casina, yep. and they both mean a small or a um, cute, nice house, but we can also say una casettina. Una casettina, okay. So what, what is that even smaller and cuter? Probably, <laughs> sì, sì, sì. It sounds really nice. It probably means it's not that big, but it's really cozy inside. It's nicely furnished. You feel well when you go to that I house. See. Okay. Okay. As you see, it's a little bit tricky to know exactly what these are referring to and exactly how to form them. Sì, perché I'll give you an example. When a, a baby boy is born, you would say un maschietto. So maschio, for a male, si. for a little male, maschietto. Si. But when a baby girl is born, you would talk about una femminuccia, oh, wow. not una femminetta, for example. So the idea is the same. You're talking about a baby boy or a baby girl, so a baby. But depending on the gender, you would use a different uh, ending. So I thought uccio or uccia had a negative sense. Am I getting mixed up? Uh, Una femminuccia is, is positive. Am I thinking of accio and accia? Accio, ah, si, right, si, okay. si, We'll si. come to that in a moment. <laughs> si, si, si. So what other endings are there? Okay, again, talking about um, affection or terms of endearment, we also have otto or uccio, which we have just mentioned before, and olo as well. Okay, so give us some examples of these ones. Sì, ad esempio, a teddy bear is un orsacchiotto. Orsacchiotto. Come un piccolo orso, un orsacchiotto. Uh Or um, if you talk to someone uh, that um, you you really like, maybe your partner, you can say tesoro, but you can also say tesoruccio. Tesoruccio, To make it sound nicer. Uh Or maybe if you you want to obtain something, you Uh can say, oh, tesoruccio. Should I? Again, with the ending uh, olo or ola, you can talk about figliolo or figliola Mm -hmm. as a term of endearment for figlio and figlia. Mm -hmm. 
So give us some more examples, Francesca. Yes, we can also use these endings again with uh, adjectives. So, for example, uh, we can say vecchiotto instead of vecchio. And I'm thinking, for example, when you see an old dog, but somehow it's cute. It's cute uh, yeah. And uh, so you don't want to say un cane vecchio. You can say, ah, questo cane è un po' vecchiotto. vecchiotto. <laughs> oh, è grassottello instead of grasso. <laughs> so it's like saying a little bit plump rather si, than si, fat. <laughs> si, 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 si. And th- there is a word which I really like. I don't know. For me, it sounds very Italian. It's the word calduccio. Right, so this is when you're nice and warm, you're cozy. Si, si. Andiamo a casa al calduccio. Al calduccio. Lovely. It's not just al caldo, but calduccio implies that you're going to feel really well and you'll be comforted uh, in a a nice, warm place. So otto, ucho and olo are more about endearment. They're more about affection. Si. Ello, etto, ino and dicino. Those ones could be affection, but they're also can size. refer to physical size. Si, yeah. Si, so si. those are when it's small. There's also a, 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 a an ending that we would use when things are big. Si, one. one. So that was like <laughs> the, the, the valigiona. Si, la valigiona di prima, esatto. One is a very common ending uh, suffix for um, largeness. Mm-hmm. Ad esempio, un librone. A, a huge book. Or if we go back to the casa, una casona. A big gaff. A big gaff, sì. O un ragazzone. A big guy. Sì, and again, we can also play with names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember having a student in class who was very tall uh-huh. and he, he, he used to call himself Gianni because his name was John. Yeah. But because he was so tall, I would call him Giannone. Giannone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Giannone. And again, you can also do it with adjectives. So you can talk about uh, verde as verdone. So is that really green? Sì, like very dark, very uh-huh. intense, un bel verdone. As opposed to verdino, which is just a little bit green. Si, si, si. Oh, pigrone. Very lazy. So, pigro, lazy. Ah, ma sei un pigrone. You're very lazy. You're very lazy. (laughs) Okay. Now, earlier we mentioned acho, uh, because I was getting mixed up with ucho and acho. Ucho's nice, acho's not. Acho is not. Acho has a negative uh, connotation. It can be the quality, the look, the material in moral terms, behavior. So it always carries this negative something. Ad esempio, un libraccio. Not a nice book. Sì, you wouldn't recommend un libraccio. The very Italian, fare una figuraccia. So una figura, bella figura, is to put on a good show and so on. So una figuraccia is when you really put on a bad show. Sì, 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 sì. Ho fatto una figuraccia, like if you said the wrong thing or if you were not dressed in a proper way or whatever. Something went wrong is una figuraccia. Okay. <laughs> oh, puoi dire, oh, c'è un odoraccio qua dentro. Uh, there's no, not here in this no, studio. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but there's a, a nasty smell, a horrible smell. Sì, or a bad joke is una battutaccia. Ah, okay, una battutaccia. <laughs> sì. Oh, you can also talk about un ragazzaccio, ad esempio. So a really naughty... Boy. Si, someone is not behaving or is yeah. not doing uh, things properly, mm-hmm. so un ragazzaccio. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, Francesca, there's something that 
happens sometimes with these endings. Am I right in thinking that the the gender changes sometimes? Yes, it's quite common for um, especially feminine words Mm -hmm. to become masculine when one of these endings uh, is added. So like with your valigia before, Mm -hmm. we could say una valigiona, but we could also say un valigione. Yeah. Okay, and thinking back to when when you when you came into the room, I think I did say un valigione, and you said una valigiona, and I'm thinking, oh, I got that wrong. No, 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 no. Both you work. can either you can say either, and it's quite common to see that change in mm-hmm. gender. Okay, but does it sometimes also carry a change in meaning? At times, there could be a slight change in meaning. For example, um, if we talk about uh, una finestra a window, which can be the window in the house. But if we say un finestrino... That's the window in a car. Uh Aha, or in any means of transport. transport. So it's not... It's not a small window mm-hmm. in the house that would be una finestrina. Yep. But if we're talking about transports, then it becomes masculine and it has that connotation of uh, the window in the car, train, yep. uh, airplane, okay. and so on. So the same thing happens, I guess, with una maglia. Si. Which would become un maglione. Un maglione. Un maglione is specifically the woolen jumper, mm-hmm. the very thick, heavy one. Yeah. But the maglia can be can a, a be more simple top. Si, si, okay. si. Okay. Francesca, can can we assume that any word ending in accio or um, ino or etto or so on, can we assume that that is in some way a modified noun? No, Mark, <laughs> that would be too easy. But it's actually something really funny about uh, uh, Italian because uh, let's take a word that we all know, focaccia. So everyone knows that focaccia is a type of bread, mm-hmm. kind of, and uh, it ends in accia. Mm-hmm. So we know it's a negative uh, uh, suffix that carries a negative connotation. But in this case, it has nothing to do with that. It's just focaccia and it just happens to end uh, in accia. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh, a bad, uh, nasty foca. Would a foca would be a seal. <laughs> si, si, si. <laughs> so I can think of this naughty seal <laughs> swimming up and down. Um, stealing people's focaccia. <laughs> esatto, sì, sì. O se dico il tacchino. Il tacchino is turkey. Sì, so it's not a small tacco, and tacco is the heel. The heel of your shoe, yeah. Sì, sì. That would be un tacchetto, for ah, example. Right, okay. Sì. Or Mark, scarpone. Mm-hmm. That's, is that like a big shoe? Not exactly. It's a specific type of shoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like a hiking boot? It's the hiking boot. boot. Uh-huh. Si, si. A big scarpa would be una scarpona. Okay, right. So this is a case of uh, a, a word changing gender and also assuming a specific meaning. So scarpa is a shoe, scarpona is a big shoe, yep. but scarpone is a, a, a hiking boot. So it can also be for a child. Yeah. Uno scarpone per un bambino, un bambino. piccolo. <laughs> sì. uh, there's one other word that comes to mind and that's forchetta. Uh-huh. A very common word. Sì, um, sì. And forchetta just exists on its own because the, there's a forca. Una forca is like a pitchfork, isn't sì, it? Esatto, <laughs> so sì. you are not using little pitchforks to eat our dinner. <laughs> no. And one more which is really, is really fun. Burrone. Burrone? What does that mean? Well, it could be 
un grande burro. Like a large butter. <laughs> But it's a bit strange yes. to talk about un grande burro. Uh, so burrone is the word for ravine. Okay, right. So it's like, like a crevice that you might slip si, down. Sì, sì, sì. Okay, so far, Francesca, we've talked about nouns, mm -hmm. but there are also certain things that we can do with verbs. Yes, we can do the same thing with verbs. So, so changing their meaning a little bit and usually adding information about the action, uh, if, it, if it is incomplete or if it is intermittent or without a specific aim. But we use different endings, different uh, suffixes. Wow, okay, so this is very, very specific. Um, let's have a, some examples of this. See, again, it's difficult to tell which endings go with which verbs. It's just something that you need to play with. Yeah. So I'll give you an example of verbs and then we will see what the endings are. Ad esempio, possiamo dire canticchiare. So we've got canticchiare, which must come from cantare. Cantare. So what would canticchiare be? Canticchiare is like to hum softly. Oh, okay. So a little bit, you sing a little bit and you're very quiet and uh -huh. then maybe uh, you stop for a moment, you continue after. Okay. So it's not like you're actively singing, you're just kind of... Aha, sì, è più come humming. Sì, sì, sì. From leggere, you can say leggiucchiare. So what does that mean? So you're not really focusing, you're reading a little bit and maybe you're checking your phone and then you go back to what you were reading. Okay. So it's like a reading but without uh, an aim and without concentration. Right, okay. Or ridacchiare. So that's ridere. See, when you go like... <laughs> <laughs> so is it like sniggering? See, see, see. So this ending, icchiare, acchiare, ucchiare. And there are lots of these types of verbs where we can change the meaning slightly by adding some letters in the middle. Sì, ce ne sono tantissimi. <laughs> so we'll add some more in the notes. Yeah, we'll make sure they all appear in the notes. Excellent. Okay, after the break, we're going to be listening to a conversation And in this conversation, you just might hear one or two uh, words that have, been, <laughs> that have been modified slightly with these endings. Sì. Okay, a dopo. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, we are here with uh, un, un episodone oggi. <laughs> si. si può dire? Uh, in questo caso, sì. Si. <laughs> it is quite an episode. There's lots of uh, interesting expressions, interesting suffixes that we're using and learning. And we're going to be hearing some of these in a conversation. Esatto, Mark. In this conversation, uh, we are going to listen to l'architetto Pizzi who is going to um, the house of La Signora de Marinis because um, um, she decided to, to make a lot of changes to the house, to change the furniture, the layout. So uh, l'architetto Pizzi is in charge of all the works uh, and we will see how things uh, are. Okay, let's have a listen. Ah, il campanello. Questo sarà l'architetto Pizzi. Salve, signora De Marinis. Come va? Bene, grazie. E lei? Oh, più o meno. È un periodaccio questo. Uno degli architetti che lavora nel mio studio si è ammalato e un altro è in vacanza. Così sono rimasto un po' scoperto. Ho un lavorone da consegnare entro martedì e per finirlo non sto dormendo la notte. Mi dispiace, architetto. Le faccio subito un caffettino, così si riprenderà. Grazie mille, signora. Ah, ma non sapevo che avesse un cagnolino. In realtà è il cane di mia figlia, ma quella furbetta lo lascia sempre da noi quando va al lavoro. Comunque è un simpaticone. È vero, non fa altro che salterellare per la casa e mangiucchiare le mie pantofole. Come si chiama? Si chiama Macchia, ma mia figlia lo chiama Mostriciattolo. Mostriciattolo? Che dominiolo simpatico! Ecco il caffè. Mmm, che buon profumino! Quanto zucchero? Un cucchiaino, per favore. Ah, mi può mettere anche un goccetto di latte, per cortesia? Ecco qui. Grazie. 
Allora, le faccio vedere il progetto. Vuole appoggiarlo qui sul tavolino? Ah sì, grazie. Dunque, innanzitutto dipingerei queste pareti di colore biancastro o giallognolo. Il verdino che aveva suggerito lei non si abbina bene con il colore dell'armadietto. Però starebbe bene con il tappeto. Non per offenderla, signora, ma questo tappetaccio va assolutamente eliminato. Penso che Macchia ci abbia giocherellato sopra abbastanza. Ma ci sono affezionata. Me l'ha regalato il mio maritino per il nostro anniversario. Capisco, signora, ma lei mi ha chiesto di aiutarla a rimodernare un po' la sua casa e sinceramente quel tappeto verde con i cavallucci marini è davvero un pugno nell'occhio. Forse ha ragione e poi non vorrei fare una figuraccia con i miei amici. Sa, abbiamo organizzato una festicciola per inaugurare la nuova casa. E non vorrei che la mia vicina poi andasse a raccontare in giro del mio tappeto. Vedrà che per quel giorno la sua casetta sarà un gioiellino. Certo, bisognerà ancora bucherellare qualche parete e fare altri lavoretti qua e là, ma il più è fatto. Senta, pensa che anche il caminetto sarà pronto in tempo? Penso di sì. Sa, mi piacerebbe accendere un bel fuocherello, così tutti staranno al calduccio. Signora, stia tranquilla, farà un figurone. Excellent, ok. Let us now go through this and talk a little bit what's happened and uh, we'll talk in English for this section. Sì, allora, come abbiamo detto, eh, we have uh, uh, l'architetto Pizzi who is visiting uh, Signora De Marinis to finalize the refurbishment works uh, in her house. He's been struggling a little bit with deadlines, but he's, he's very busy. I think the reason is he's short staff. Sì, esatto. <laughs> Ma la Signora De Marinis, she's so kind, so immediately she makes him a coffee and uh, the architect takes his coffee with one sugar and a drop of milk. Specifically. <laughs> sì. <laughs> In the meantime, the architect notices the dog called uh, Macchia. Sì, che bel nome. But it's also called uh, Mostriciattolo. <laughs> sì, little monster. <laughs> and that belongs to Signora De Marinis' daughter. Esatto, sì. Uh, he's actually a lively dog who is jumping and munching on, um, on slippers uh, all day. So the two of them, that's Signora De Marinis and the architect, not the dog, no. um, start discussing the changes to the house. And these include painting the walls in a slightly white or slightly yellow sì, colour. Sì. I'm seeing some of these words here. And the current pale greenish colour <laughs> suggested by uh, Signora De Marinis does not suit the, the little cabinet. Esatto, sì, che attenzione ai dettagli. <laughs> uh, actually, she argues that it would go well with the, with the rug that they have in the house, but uh, l'architetto uh, says that the, the horrible rug needs to go. It seems quite uh, strict about quite that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the, the rug in actual fact is, is quite special because because Signora De Marinis' husband got it for their anniversary. However, the architect explains that if she wants to modernise her house, she has to get rid of that 
eyesore rug. And what is it that's on the rug again? <laughs> Seahorses, the Cavallucci Marini. <laughs> <laughs> well, she agrees in the end, and she also starts uh, thinking in view of the um, housewarming party that they want to host uh, mm-hmm. once the, um, the house is ready. And she doesn't want her next door neighbor to to go and tell everyone about the horrible rug. So she agrees in the end. (laughs) Non vuole fare una figuraccia. figuraccia. (laughs) The architect promises the house will be a real gem by then. And only some minor works are still required. And the fireplace will also be ready for the housewarming so that everyone will be nice and warm with a little bit of calduccio. Sì, che bello. (laughs) Well, that is almost it for this episode. But of course, as ever, there's always time for a little more. Ancora una cosina. Sì, which is a diminutive ah, cosina. cosina. We have certo. never really mentioned that, but it's a little thing, a una little cosina. Thing. But it's also a nice thing. So it's the ino ina ending, meaning small but nice. Exactly. And what do you have for us in today's cosina? Well, for today's cosina, I was thinking we should go back to La Scarpa that we mentioned before. We spoke about uh, scarpona, scarpone, but in Italian there is also scarpetta. <sighs> and it's one of my favorite words. <laughs> sì. Fare la scarpetta. Fare la scarpetta. Fare la scarpetta is something we do once we have uh, cleared our plate from the food, <laughs> but there is still some uh, sauce left and we don't want it to go to, no, 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 no. to waste because it's the best part. Imagine like a lovely ragu or yeah. sugo di pomodoro. So we want to mop up our plate with a piece of bread usually and that action which at times is seen as not very elegant but still <laughs> it's very pleasant is <laughs> 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 called fare la scarpetta so literally to do the little the small nice shoe <laughs> <laughs> and it is something i mean i, th- I think I defy anyone not to, if you've sat down to a delicious plate of pasta with sì. a sauce, then you need to mop it up with something. Sì, sì, sì. Sarebbe un peccato, un altrimenti. Pe- un peccatino, forse. <laughs> un peccatone. <laughs> un peccatone, sì, certo. Allora, cosa potremmo dire? Beh, è stata un'altra bella puntata, la puntata numero 30, quindi... Sì. Si può dire... Puntatina. Una bella puntatina, Una sì. bella puntatina. Bravo. And I think with that we will finish this lesson. We will be back next time with lesson 31. And that's going to be a little bit different. You've got some very interesting things to look forward to then. But we'll reveal all in the next episode. Ooh, acqua in bocca. Acqua in bocca. <laughs> of course, for now, there is our full uh, explanation episode where we're going through the whole conversation. And we're just about to record that now. And we'll also be recording our translation challenge. And all of these form part of the course for the Coffee Break Italian Season 3 program. You can find all of this at coffeebreakitalian.com. Perfetto. For now, grazie molte e arrivederci. A presto. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.